Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman and alongside me today, Andrew McKenna. Over the next two months, the TalkSport team will be in Sri Lanka for a series comprising three tests, five ODIs and a T20. And following on will be your daily hit every step of the way. Sad news yesterday from the England camp shortly after we recorded yesterday's show. ECB Director of Cricket Andrew Strauss deciding to step away from the role for family reasons. Macca caught up with the England coach Trevor Bayliss, who is in no doubt about the part Strauss has played in England's ODI success over the last few years. We fully understand that and appreciate you know, the struggles that he's got in front of him or his family's got in front of him. Look, he's been sensational. More of that interview later. Alongside the thoughts of England captain Owen Morgan, with a preview to the first warm-up, which gets underway here at the Pisara tomorrow. Tune in to TalkSport and TalkSport 2 for updates throughout the morning. One man who needs to impress is spinner Liam Dawson, who admitted there's added pressure when it comes to operating on turning wickets. A little bit maybe, but I think one-day cricket is, you know, you, you can attack. You know, you get your fielders out and, you know, batters have to, have to try and hit boundaries sometimes. Macca also caught up with England's Johnny Bairstow, who answered the question we were all dying to hear. Can we get yours and the England team's reaction to the big breaking news of the last 24 hours? Ryan Sidebottom is going to be doing Dancing on Ice. Might come out with shorter hair, might he? Those blades might chop it all off. Plenty more to come from Johnny. Plus, we'll hear from the Sri Lankan captain and find out whether Moeen Ali is a fan of sushi. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast provider and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of Sri Lanka. You're listening to Following On. Okay, Maka, well, here we are again, this time on the outfield at the PSAR, our second day uh, at this ground, third day in Sri Lanka. Um, You've just spoken to Johnny Bairstow, the uh, the team are just to the right of us, uh, going through their warm-up drills, a little bit of football as per usual. You can hear the banging on the concrete construct uh, that's just going up, that kind of spoils the old world feel that you have of this old ground. But 24 hours from now going to be the warm-up the first of two one-day warm-ups ahead of the one-day series of course on TalkSport TalkSport 2 but let's start with some sad news because shortly after we recorded following on yesterday uh, came surprising and unwelcome news that Andrew Strauss is set to step down as director of cricket 
at England after three and a half years in the role. Uh, we know why, the reasons for that, family ones, and we, you know, we wish him and his wife and family you know, all the luck in the world, really, that they get through what must be an incredibly difficult period. Andrew Strauss, though, he's always been such an impressive individual, isn't he? Whether opening the batting for England, captaining England, or even in this role as director of cricket. And, you know, we're about to broadcast on TalkSport and TalkSport 2, the world's number one ODI side. And he's played a huge part in that when you consider where England were when he took over the reins back in 2015. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He played a huge part in that. He got people within Lords to actually think, well, do you know what? It might be worth concentrating on this white ball stuff. We've got a World Cup coming up in 2019 in our own country. We do need to be quite good at it because, of course, the last time we hosted it, we were knocked out before the official song was released, which was a little bit embarrassing. So he persuaded people that actually, yes, test matches will always be the gold standard, but white ball can't be ignored. And the progress that England have made in three years, it has been huge and it has been down in no small part to Andrew Strauss managing to get people to realise it's an important part of the game. He helped get more England players going and playing in the IPL, getting them experience white ball cricket around the world. It's exactly what you need to be doing and uh, therefore Andrew Strauss's role in that has to be uh, congratulated, applauded and I suppose the question is now is who takes on that role. You mentioned that it it was a surprise. I suppose, given the fact that he'd actually been off for the last four months anyway, maybe there there was always something in the back of your mind that said, well, he might not come back, because this is, of course, a very difficult situation. Therefore, Andy Flower has been doing that role for the last four months anyway. Trevor Bailey said to us yesterday evening at the, at the, uh, the official launch, well, actually, a lot of the stuff is in place for the World Cup anyway because of what Andrew has been doing. So the job for someone to come in, it, it will be a difficult job, but a lot of the groundwork has already been done thanks to Andrew Strauss. Uh, you make mention of the press conference we were at yesterday. It was a, it was a big affair, yes. wasn't it? The Shangri-La, uh, right in the heart of Colombo. We're just by the beach, actually, by the Indian Ocean rolling in. Um, real plush affair, our second plush affair in two days after our trip to the High Commission. Uh, what, a, what a turnout, though. I mean, there must have been 20 TV cameras at the back, uh, space for about 150 journalists, most of the seats taken, a bank of photographers who, you know, swept in when uh, Shandamal was speaking, that's for sure. Uh, you caught up with Trevor Bayliss. He spoke about Andrew Strauss and also looked forward to the series. Uh, let's hear what he had to say. Trevor, can we start with your reaction to the news that Andrew Strauss has decided he has to step away? Yeah, look, we all understand the reasons why he has stepped away. Um, so we fully, as I said, we fully understand that and appreciate, you know, the struggles that, uh, you know, or the, that, that he's got in front of him or his family's got in front of him. Um, look, I'd just like to say he's, he's done a fantastic job. He's been really good for me, um, you know, with the planning, you know, towards the, you know, the 2019 World Cup and the way the, that we want to be playing our one-day cricket or and test cricket. Um, look, he's been yeah, he's been sensational. I don't want to make this about Tim rather than Andrew, but has he effectively put most of the stuff in place for the World Cup? Therefore, it's not too big of an issue for you guys going forward. Yeah, look, we've we've spent you know, the last two or three years uh, having planning meetings about you know, the processes we want to go through and where we want to be, sort of twelve months out and heading into the World Cup. Um, so a lot of that work has already been done, um, but it, and it's put us in a good a good space um, to be able to go on. Um, Andrew's been a, 
has been a guy where he's yeah, very helpful behind the scenes, um, and obviously being an ex-player, he knows he obviously knows the game. But when it comes to the crunch, um, you know, we, he, he leaves it uh, leaves it up to you know, the coaches and the players to get on with it. Well, speaking of the coaches and players, you've got a one-day series starting in a few days' time. A few days ago, the guys were playing red ball in England to white ball in Sri Lanka. It's about as big a jump as you can make, isn't it? Oh yes, but I mean these these days, that's the that's a lot of a you know an international cricketer. Um, you know, most teams have got to go through that and 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 a, you know adjust to the different conditions and the different ball. Um, so you know, I don't envisage uh, too many problems. You've obviously got a situation that you are building towards a World Cup. You've got to number one in the world playing a certain style of cricket. Can you continue playing that style in shrinking conditions? Um, well, it'll be in the same mental approach, that mental, you know, that positive mental approach. Yes, look, the maybe you know, some of the the wickets you're playing are going to be different, but you've still got to be you've still got to be looking to um, you know, score runs, um, be positive. Um, you might just have to go about it in a, in a little bit different fashion. Scores may not be quite as high. We don't know what the the wickets are going to be like at this stage, um, but we've got to we've got to adjust to you know, quickly to the conditions and work out as individuals from a batting point of view. Work out um, you know, how, how you can score runs and how how you can bat with your partner up the other end. Put on how, a decent score. How much of an advantage is it for you as a head coach? Of course, having worked here, obviously you play so many games around the world very few things are surprises anymore but when you've got this much experience of a country when you're abroad um, I'm not sure we'll find out maybe at, uh, you know, towards the end of this uh, this series but I mean uh, me personally uh, you know, it's great to be back having spent four years here um, catching up with a lot of uh, old friends and um, obviously we've got knowledge of uh, you know, the different grounds around Sri Lanka whether the wickets end up being exactly the same as they were, um, you know, a number of years ago, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I can't really say. Well, speaking of the knowledge of Sri Lanka, obviously they went to the Asia Cup recently, didn't perform particularly well, and they've made changes as a result of that. How much, if anything, do you read into that form, and what have you made of those changes that they've made as a result? Um, well, look, I think the first thing is I, I think it shows that. You know, it, all teams go through you know, different periods, that cycle where you know, they've obviously over the last few years lost some very, very good players um, and every team goes through that at different stages and they've got to rebuild and sometimes it's not a smooth transition when you're trying to find you know, some young blokes to come into the team and, and do well straight away. Um, you know, we've certainly been through that as well um, and, and, and at times it can be very challenging. Uh, I think you know, Sri Lanka look like they're going through one of those uh, periods at the moment. Look, the one thing I would say about Sri Lanka is they're a very proud nation and they're very proud about their cricket. Um, and certainly during the four years that I was here, the times that they did play the best was actually surprising. It, it, it was on the back of um, yeah, some controversies. Um, when, when you know, I sort of thought to myself, oh, there's no way we're going to win this game you know, with some of the things going on behind the scenes and we'd come out and win. Yeah, you know, they're they're very good at being able to put those uh, those things behind them and get on with uh, the job at hand. Just finally, you've got a couple of warm up games before the first one day in Dambulla. How much of your eleven for Dambulla do you have in your mind, and and how much will these two warm up games affect that thinking? Yeah, look, we'll we'll I, I think all of the guys. I mean, you've only got to look at our white ball team over the last six to twelve months. It's been fairly stable for 
probably longer than that. So I can't see that being terribly different to that. It might, uh, um, yeah, depending on the conditions of the uh, of, yeah, that we we find, um, yeah, that may change the lineup. But I think um, primarily it'll be the you know very similar to the teams that we've. That we have been playing. Trevor Bayliss, England coach, speaking with uh, Maka yesterday. Uh, really interesting what he had to say about the makeup of the team because you know we're about to watch two warm-up games here at the Pisara, and you're expected to see most of the players, if not all of them, partake at some point. But this is a very settled ODI side, isn't it? Um, we pretty much know, I would suggest, nine or ten of the players who will take the field for that first World Cup game against South Africa at the Oval next year 2019 but that's not to say there's not places to play for Moeen Ali and Adil Rashid who we saw yesterday at dinner um, almost bankers you'd say but there's a third spinner in the mix Liam Dawson uh, you spoke to him yesterday let's hear a little about what he had to say well Liam you've just come out of the nets you've still got your kit on um, some of your colleagues have been coming out and using words that I can't repeat on air can you put into words just how difficult it is doing a two hour session in this heat and humidity yeah, it's tough, especially you know the first session of the trip. Um, anywhere you go in the world, it's always tough. Um, a bit more so here with the, with the heat, but so the lads have toured here before, and you know we'll, we'll acclimatise very quickly. It's only a week or so ago you're all playing red ball cricket back in England. I mean, you're used to swapping formats, but red ball in England to white ball in Sri Lanka is about as big a leap as there could possibly be, isn't there? Yeah, it is. I think more so with the heat and the in the different conditions, but you know I think it's players probably find it easier to go from red ball to white ball as well so you know you can free yourself up and yes it's it's not too bad what were the conditions like in the nets and decent practice because that's really what you need you've not got much till that first one day international no they were good pitches offered a tiny bit of spin um, a little bit of carry as well but as I said the lads have played it before and they know the conditions Um, but yeah they, they were good facilities for a first session as a spinner coming to the subcontinent Everyone expects, oh, well, not to worry, the spinners will do the job. Do you feel extra pressure? Oh, I think ugh, a little bit maybe, but I think one-day cricket is, you know, you, you can attack. You know, you, you get your fielders out and, you know, batters have to, have to try and hit boundaries sometimes. So if, if the pitches do spin, then that, that will come into our favour. England are coming here as the best side in the world in one-day cricket. That always puts a bit of a target on your chest. But can you play the same way as a team as you have been over the last 18 months because the conditions here are so different I think you still have the same mindset but you have to adapt to different conditions and you know this this tour will be exactly the same um, we've got good enough players to adapt to all conditions and you know it'll be, it'll be an exciting tour What are you expecting out of Sri Lanka because they obviously had a tough time in the Asia Cup and possibly tougher than a lot of people were expecting yeah, it'll be interesting to see what wickets they produce. Um, they might go with their strength and, and produce slower wickets that, that spin a bit. But as I said, we'll have to wait and see what the pitches are. Um, but as a group, you know, these lads have played in all conditions before and they'll be able to adapt to the conditions. It is two games. Is that enough time, do you think, because these are so alien conditions? Can you be ready and fully switched on for that first game in Dumbledore and ready to go? Definitely. I mean, we've got, we've got two practice sessions um, and then two games and a couple more practice sessions. So it's a lot of preparation. Um, so it's, it's a good amount of time. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to uh, attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to work in the channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? 
Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. The gauntlet has been set, isn't it? It's, it's a tough team to get into, but... I suppose that's what gets the best out of players. It's very often a uh, complaint about the English test team at times is that it's harder to get um, into the team than out of it. But if you get into that ODI side, you're going to have to raise your game um, and England can only be the beneficiaries of that kind of situation. And that's one of the reasons why they're number one in the world. I can go back to a time when you could pretty much name 11 straight off and, and they were kind of there because there wasn't actually much pressure on them. Now, you look around this group that we're watching at the moment, just finishing up their, their stretching and loosening up before going into the nets, there is genuine competition. You know, they, got, they had a stage where they couldn't get Alex Hales into the team. <laughs> a guy who was setting records left, right and centre. That is the strength. And They're not talking about the World Cup at the moment, but everyone else is. If England are to go deep in a World Cup, you're probably going to need 15 or 16 players to just adapt for a little bit of conditions and there's going to be people who pick up little knocks, little injuries and therefore have to be rotated out. At the moment, England have probably got 20 players and if they had to narrow it down to a 15, you'd be going, well, hang on, how's he not in? Rather than, blimey, how's he got in to that squad? And that's the mark of the, the depth of what we were just talking about a few moments ago with what Andrew Strauss has done to get this where they are now Trevor Bayliss and the coaching staff they've got a really deep group of players so it's going to be interesting to see how they go and how they approach the two warm-up games by the way we still don't know officially the format of this a lot of the warm-up games on tour can sort of end up as 14-15 aside although there's only ever 11 fielding at one time should stress for if you're not maybe cricket au fait they rotate players in and out we're still not entirely sure the makeup of, first of all, the opposition and indeed what they're actually called the opposition in these two games and how England will approach it. But you, surely everyone will get a run out in, in these two to at least get them game ready should they be needed for Dan Buller. I'll tell you one thing that we might know something about, and that is the state of the strip that England will be playing on tomorrow. Let's have a little walk over. It's only about 10 yards away. Let's have a little walk over and have a look at it. And while we do that... You caught up with Johnny Bairstow. There was only one question you could possibly ask Johnny Bairstow um, with the news that's come out in the UK in the last 24 hours. So let's hear about that and we'll go and have a look at the pitch. Johnny, can we get yours and the England team's reaction to the big breaking news of the last 24 hours? Ryan Sidebottom is going to be doing dancing on ice. Might come out with shorter hair, might he? Those blades might chop it all off. Um, yeah, I spoke to him. I actually knew about it a little bit, a bit of time ago. Uh, and I had a chuckle myself, so um, no, it could be interesting for sure. Um, 
yeah, we wish him all the best. It's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty tough. I'm not too sure um, those size 12s and six foot three have seen an ice rink too often. On to cricket then. Obviously, um, one session yesterday. Can you take, tell us through how hard it was and how important it is, therefore, to get some mileage into the legs over these next couple of days with the warm up games coming up? Oh, we've only been here 24 hours, so um, it was good to good to have a session yesterday. Um, it wasn't anything that we weren't expecting and not, not something that uh, we haven't experienced before. Um, I think that going uh, through the age groups, whether that be with the Lions Tour or One Day Tour, uh, previously coming out to conditions like this stands you in good stead and most of the guys have done that. So, um, yeah, getting miles in the legs. Uh, it's quite a soft outfield uh, here, obviously with uh, rain knocking around like, like there is, um, which will be throughout this this tour will be um, will be a challenge and, and making sure that your your calves hamstrings are, are in uh, good nick to hold up to that. Ask you about your own form over the white ball summer. Average over fifty. Good summer against India. You got yourself into the thirties three times. How important to be able to to push on? <laughs> um, wasn't really something that I'm being too fussed about. I've scored four hundreds in the last mm. year. Um, so as for that. Yes, you get yourself into the 30s, but I'd like to think my conversion rate in the last year has been pretty good. Sri Lanka obviously is a different set of conditions. Do you alter your batting in any way? Uh, you have to assess the conditions that are put in front of you. So if you look at the South Africa pitches that were produced, they looked like good cricket pitches. Uh, whether or not they change their tactics and um, produce pitches that are slightly different for us, then, then so be it. But at the same time, both, both teams are going to have to, to bat and bowl on them, um, whether it's batting first, bowling first, whether it's under lights, whether it's throughout the day. Uh, we've experienced the challenges before in India, Bangladesh, um, and, and we've come out on top. So um, we're confident going into this series. Um, we'd like to think that whether it's uh, turning pitches, seaming pitches, uh, the majority of uh, our players have experienced those before uh, in conditions around the world. Johnny Bairstow, on good form as ever, he was yesterday as well, he was having a bit of a joke with us as he wrung out the sweat from his uh, kit and hung it up on a, on a chair just by where we were working yesterday. Uh, his old teammate, Ryan Sidebottom, who's just done wonderful work at Surrey, by the way, uh, appearing, at, and I, I get confused between the different reality TV shows, I know you're not a big fan yourself, but uh, Celebrity Come Dancing on Ice, Bake Off, something like yeah. that. Um, we're by the pitch. We've got four uh, four guys in 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 the blue. It's it's so indelibly linked to Sri Lankan cricket, isn't it? That deep blue, rich blue that these guys are wearing. Just pulling uh, a roller back across the strip. Your thoughts? It's uh, very dry as you'd expect. Relatively flat. There's some cracks we can see. There's there's a lot of grass on it. Dead grass, uh, bl- sun bleached gr- uh, grass. What we were hearing from Liam Dawson and also Owen Morgan at times is that actually conditions here in Sri Lanka possibly won't be as dusty and as turn as much as as what we traditionally expect. But what do you expect from this strip as we look down on it? Well, first of all, as you say, absolutely right. There is plenty of grass on it at this stage. Of course, they could still take some more off of it tomorrow. Interestingly, there are three rollers available. There's the big mechanical heavy one. Then there is a roller which is quite narrow, probably half the width of a cricket pitch, but is a good couple of feet thick of concrete. And the one they're using at the moment is actually wider, but isn't as heavy. And it is taking four of the, uh, the Tamil Union cricket ground staff to, to actually push it. Uh, in fairness, they're not going at any great pace at the moment. So that, I would imagine, is the lightest of the rollers. Um, Look, let's, let's hope there's a bit of pace in it, 
there's a bit of carry and that it does turn because essentially what you want is a bit of something for everyone because that's what England need out of these games. Well, you also want to be playing on something and against a standard of opposition that is comparable to what you're about to face in international cricket. This has been a huge bugbear for every touring team. Um, Australia have just reached uh, the UAE, Okay, They're playing a, a Pakistan eleven, which doesn't feature a single spinner. <laughs> <laughs> if it was any other team than Australia, you'd probably be angry. But... You know, we've got a, it's got to be a bit of give and take from here on in. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how this plays out tomorrow. Reports, of course, on TalkSport and TalkSport 2 throughout the morning. Yesterday also caught up and we heard from uh, the Sri Lankan captain, uh, Dinesh Chandamal, and also England's captain, Owen Morgan, um, who spoke ahead of this ODI series. Trying to apply our game plan around the world presents different pressures and different challenges within our group. But it's something, I think, over the last few years that we've done well as a team and it's helped us grow as a side. Certainly last winter away against New Zealand and Australia, we played in in all types of conditions, some extremely challenging, some that we felt at home. So I think Sri Lanka will present challenges like that. England is a well-equipped team for most conditions the last few years. Uh, That's that's one reason that they've been uh, number one team in ODI cricket. So it's a bigger challenge and it's give us a good measure where we are at at the moment. Um, I mean, it's always uh, uh, good to measure yourself with the best. So end um, of the series, is, uh, yeah, we will get where we are at at this stage, uh, at least uh, towards the World Cup. This has been the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman and alongside me today has been Andrew McKenna. Tomorrow, we'll be back at the PSARA, joined by Gareth Batty as England begin their limited over campaign with two one-day warm-ups against the Sri Lankan eleven, You can hear live reports on that on TalkSport and TalkSport 2 and hear reaction to the action with exclusive player content on tomorrow's following on. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. Hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparcel Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparcel Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.